0: Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are business fourteen forty KYCR, KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew We in Washington. The Senate has voted on rules for deliberating and voting on the Articles of Impeachment. Senators have voted on how to proceed with voting on the Articles of Impeachment next week. The body decided to begin debating the Articles of Impeachment Monday at 11 a.m. They'll continue the debate through Tuesday before the State of the Union and vote on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Before adjourning, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell agreed to allow Senators 10 minutes each for debate only. Four Democrat amendments were voted down. The Schumer Amendment, calling for former National Security Advisor John Bolton to testify, was supported by only two Republicans. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Bernie Bennett reporting. The U.S. has declared a public health emergency and announced significant entry restrictions in an effort to prevent the spread of the new virus that's hitting China. The coronavirus caused worries on Wall Street yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gave up 603 points to 28,256. This is SRN News. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com.
1: We live in the Twin Cities and
0: invest worldwide.
1: Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new, warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal.
0: 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.
2: Learn the skills to create a second income without a second boss. Call now for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. That's learnwithota.com.
3: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. We're not looking at noise.
2: This thing that we live in starves people. Don't hit
3: me with them negative waves so early in the morning. It's the King Banyan Show.
2: Life in capitalism
4: always ends in billionaires. It's true, it's true.
3: As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters
0: to you.
2: No one ever makes a billion dollars. You take a billion dollars.
0: Why don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change?
2: The government is the public, and the public decides what is good for itself.
4: Why don't you dig
3: how beautiful it is out here? It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Here's King Banyan. Mm-hmm.
5: Good morning again. Welcome second hour of the King Banyan Show, and a thrill for me. Um, I don't often get my uh, colleagues to come on the radio program, and I've never gotten this one before, but this is uh, my very very good friend rich mcdonald richard mcdonald is professor of economics at st cloud state university currently serving as the director of the st Cloud state program at the anick castle in anick northumberland in in england in the united kingdom and so rich first of all you survived brexit day
6: yes (laughs) good afternoon king it's afternoon here i know it's morning for your listeners (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so su- you survived? Did you get out and have a full full British breakfast this morning?
6: Well, so so um, what actually happened is um, I'm here with students from St. Cloud State, and uh, we actually were on Thursday up in uh, Edinburgh, and uh, one of our visits when we're on a field trip up there is to go into Scottish Parliament and actually uh, experience a session in the debating chamber there. Um, we had just missed a, um, ministerial statement up in, uh, Holyrood, um, on, um, uh, the UK's exit from the EU. Um, but instead we got to see a little bit of a different debate up there. But, um, obviously, uh, the, the formal exit of the UK from the European Union was on everybody's mind yesterday and, um, and it was it was interesting to have been in Scotland um, for right right leading up to um, when that formal departure occurred because uh, the Scots do appear to have a little different view of um, of Gregson.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. So <laughs> they 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 do. But it's interesting that on on the English side of the border, the views are like. I mean, they almost couldn't be more different. It's like. Hadrian's wall is separating two entirely different people as as we learned when we were travelling together last spring,
6: yeah, well, you know I mean the Scots and the English haven't always seen um eye to eye um it wasn't uh until probably sixteen o three that the that the crown was unified and Scotland and England uh shared a common monarch that was so so um uh, but but there were plenty of times in history when, um, Scotland and France were unified against uh, the English, but, um, it, it's become a little more tidy in recent years. So, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, as, as, as we discovered, um, um, King, you and I took a, a group, a really great group of students from St. Cloud state, um, over here last March and, uh, indeed, uh, on a, on a study tour that was, uh, that was themed around um brexit which uh probably your listeners will recall uh it was in march of 2019 that uh the uk was to have formally left the european union uh but um um well you can probably tell a long story uh they didn't sort of get their act together in time to actually um to pass a uh a formal departure and and um um so uh, while while we were here in March, um, it was fun to to get people's views of Brexit. Um, it was, yep. um, um, at that time, it was unclear uh, how this was all going to unfold.
5: Right. So so I, I'm curious. I think our listeners uh, are probably curious. Uh, let me let's set the table. Annick is a town in the north of England, north of Newcastle, by about an hour by car. And it has about 7,000 people. You were up in Edinburgh on Thursday, and you're, I think you're, you and your students are now back. I think your students are also back at the castle, and maybe you, oh, yeah. you folks, uh, stepped out, uh, yesterday evening to watch the, uh, Brexit Day moment happen at 11 p.m. Did, did you do that, and what did you see?
1: Um, well,
6: I, I watched it on, on, uh, on television. Uh, we didn't, th- there wouldn't have been anything to see uh, in Annick. Um, um, if anything, it would have been uh, probably a, a, a celebration. By the way, my students uh, decided, I think, that they wanted to stay up in Edinburgh for the weekend. They didn't have classes on Friday because our normal field trip would have been then. So we let them stay there and explore on their own um you wouldn't have you wouldn't have seen uh now they up in up in uh edinburgh uh i think you would have seen some vigils um before the departure um ah. from the e u uh in fact uh um on wednesday i think it was wednesday they had uh, the holyrood that this is scottish parliament uh had had voted um somewhat controversially to not take down the European flag from official buildings um, when uh, the clock turned yesterday at 11 o'clock. So mm-hmm. you can still tour around Scotland and see the European flag. Um, Nicola Sturgeon uh, made a, the first minister um, and a member of the Scottish Nationalist uh, um, Party, um, she made a statement uh, that essentially said, to Europe, um, can you please keep the lights on for us? Uh, we would like to return. Uh, this is setting up a very interesting um, period where um, Scotland seems to well clearly has, has, has veered from their uh, the, from England on the way it wants to proceed with brexit.
5: Sure. During the elections, and we were discussing this here on the King Banyan Show, we're visiting with Rich McDonald, professor of economics at St. Cloud State, and directing of the Annick Castle program that St. Cloud State has in the north of England. Uh, one of the things that we, we saw during the elections in, in the U.K. last well, d- December uh, was, that, was that pretty much everyone other than the Scottish National Party was wiped out in those elections Scotland uh, i mean even even to the extent that uh, that leader of the Liberal Democrats uh, Joe Swinson uh Swinton had lost <laughs> yeah. her seat i mean that i mean i mean yeah. they went completely nationalist up there so so I, at end i thought it was interesting that when uh the European Parliament voted to ratify the agreement for the withdrawal bill um Right afterwards, what song do they choose to sing to the to uh, Britain as a group, as the Parliament? But "Auld oh, Lang Syne," it's, it's, which it's is a Scottish song. Well, it's a Scottish it, it, song?
6: It, it, it's, well, of course it is. It's by the famous uh, famous poet and uh, lyricist uh, Robert Burns. There's there's uh, there's there's no more famous uh, uh, poet than than him, and it's uh, very Scottish. Well, of course, and you could see that they. In the traditional way, they crossed their arms and sang the the famous song.
5: <laughs> right, and so and so. I mean, I, I watched that and I thought I, I thought to myself, boy, that's not very subtle. I, I mean, I mean, I don't think they just left the lights on for Scotland. They've got the welcome mat out.
6: Yeah, I, I think I'm, that's right, and that that'll be very interesting to watch. Um, clearly, it's not um, top of the agenda. Um, to, to schedule um, another vote to give Scotland um, uh, the opportunity to consider whether they want to stay in the United Kingdom, but it seems to me um, that there's going to be all kinds of pressure on um, Boris Johnson to, to allow that to happen. I that will be very that, that will be a very interesting um, um, situation when it when it arises.
5: Now, Annick is. I've got. I got about two more questions for you, Rich, and then and then oh, I'm going to let you get on with your day. But uh, but uh, one of them is Annick is fairly close to uh, the the North Sea. Um, one of the trips that uh, we take our students on is out to Craster and uh, and and to the Dunstanbar Castle uh, and so forth. Uh, um, how much discussion is there in your part of where you are in the UK regarding uh fisheries? Because it seems like the Johnson uh, cabinet, the, the the government in the UK, has made quite a big deal about uh, f- the fisheries bill as being one of the big things they want to do.
6: Yeah, well, um that's obviously the case, and fisheries are very important in Annick. So, so Annick, as you noted, is in the northeast of England, and it and we're only about uh, 30 30 miles or so south of the Tweed River, which essentially is is the Scottish border. Um, So the Northeast, uh, when when in 2016 with the Brexit referendum, the Northeast actually voted leave. Um, And uh, as as you and I discovered when we were here uh, meeting people uh, for our Brexit study tour last March, they voted leave for a variety of reasons, but some of those were related to how the major industries here were being impacted by Brussels. And um, so Annex um, primary industry uh, is probably travel and tourism, followed by agriculture and fishing. And um, and, and uh, clearly the ag providers had, had experienced a tremendous frustration over the years for the the. Barrage of regulations that were being determined not on their own soil but by by um, by europe and uh, so so they, they 're ready to to move on and uh, and uh, um, um, be able to feel a little closer to home with the regulations they face. The fisheries issue is going to be very important, uh, obviously the United Kingdom is going to reclaim their fishing rights and and draw a border on 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 that and that will be a major part of the negotiations because um ireland spain france still wants to receive permission to to um fish in uk waters um that will be uh, i i would think that you know i'm not um particularly politically astute but i think that will be an important negotiating um um piece of the overall uh brexit departure and I'm sure your listeners, I'm sure you would have been talking already to them that, um, that over the next 11 months, essentially status quo is maintained. But come January 1 of 2021, um, unless an extension has been requested by Boris Johnson, and it's pretty clear in his statements that he doesn't expect that to happen, and that extension would have had to be requested by July 1 of this year, um it, you know the UK will leave the European Union and if they don't have an agreement on things like fisheries then um then then <laughs> there there will be a crash out
5: yeah well rich that's that that it, that will that that get that in fact you 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 gave me the segue to the last question, which is like they've got yeah. eleven months to negotiate this this deal, yes. so when we think to ourselves it's over and we're never going to talk about this again, there is another pressure point and there and and with that pressure oh. point comes a whole lot of politics, and that we could see you know we talked about you know the brexit you know a, a hard a hard brexit. No one should believe that hard Brexit has the probability of zero, because this this thing that happens on December thirty first has implications that are similar to the, the the hard Brexit we were talking about over the last couple of years. Am I right about that?
6: Oh, oh, oh you're, you're absolutely right about that. And um, and, and and frankly, if, if um, form follows history, um, it, it seems to me it seems unlikely that you can go through all of these trade negotiations. Um, rethinking regulatory policy, thinking about security issues, thinking about immigration issues, thinking about the Northern Ireland question. Imagine, imagine all these moving parts and getting a, a true agreement in an eleven-month time frame. By the way, eleven months is from t- right now. Yes. Um, you know we haven't even had the formal agreement with Europe about the the, the mandates, the framework that they're going to follow in these negotiations. So, the the clock is. Ticking as we speak, that the celebrations by the Brexiteers um, shouldn't last for very long because the hard work, in many ways, is just starting.
5: Yeah, and and, and uh, I'm sure if you were watching from TV last night, you got to see some of uh, some of Nigel Farage's uh, curtain call uh, in in Parliament Square last night. I watched well, some of that.
6: And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 look, This is a moment that he should celebrate. Um, uh, that's, that celebration should be short lived because, because now, now the difficulty begins and, and, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll be able to get a decent, you and I are economists, we'll get a decent read on this. I think, I think we'll, 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 we'll be following the pound will tell us a lot what happens to the value of the pound.
5: Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I could, we can talk about, you know what, I'll tell you what, I, I need to take a break, but can you hang on for another, for another segment?
6: Yeah, I can hang on for a few minutes. Yep.
5: Okay. All right. Hang on. We're gonna we're gonna take a, We're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We'll visit more with. Uh, we're talking with, uh, Doc, uh, Professor Rich McDonald uh, uh, from the Economics Department here at St. Cloud State. He is st- he's talking to us from uh, England, from the north of England right now, and we'll be back right after this King Banyan show on Business fourteen forty.
0: Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, tune in, and radio.com. We live in the Twin
7: Cities and invest worldwide. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. high school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Football
0: season is almost over, but the big game is right around the corner. Pick the perfect big game score for your shot to win $50,000. Check out TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com for all the details and 200 to win.
8: Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. That's
0: 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
7: American Press!
5: If you're cleaning up your food production facility and you're in charge of sanitization, American Pressure is the right place for you. We know that if you aren't clean, you can't make product. From food-grade oil and pumps to custom products to clean conveyors, we know your application. Water savings, reliable equipment, and quick support are just some of the reasons to call American Pressure. Find out more at AmericanPressure.com.
3: Ah, uh, great
5: choice, Wyatt. Great choice. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We're visiting with uh, Rich McDonald, uh, Professor of Economics at St. Cloud State, Director of our program at the Annick Castle in Northumberland, England. Uh, Rich, you'll appreciate this. During the break, I spotted a, a tweet from one of our listeners. Who wrote, who sends to me, my daughter went to ANIC for SESU summer session 2009. We visited her there. Nice old digs, and she could enjoy a bow cider at age 18.
6: <laughs> well, it's one of the features of this One it's of the program. features. We're- we're 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 a little careful. We don't we don't allow any alcohol in the castle. So yeah. um, you know this is a St. Cloud State facility. So
5: right um, right it's a it's a state facility. So we don't have it in the castle. But uh, you can walk outside the castle and down the street. And yes, you can find Strongbow and 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 other libations it's just a gorgeous old old uh, vill you know town rich uh, one of the reasons i want to tell tell people have you stay on was i didn't mean, really i wanted you to sort of describe the town of anik to people just to give them the setting of where it is you're talking to us from
6: right right so um well it's an idyllic setting quite frankly um it is a castle that has a footprint that's nearly a thousand years old um um, originally began as a wooden structure, but uh, something like 800 years ago um, was turned into uh, the form that we're in, that it, that it has now is uh, this beautiful stone castle that st- stands out of the, the, um, um, the I mean, it's, it's, in, it, it's in this incredible area that is just on the outskirts of, uh, of this market town, um, and it defines the community. It's uh it's owned and occupied by the Duke of Northumberland, which has um, held this for centuries now, and um, and it's 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 uh, for for 42 years the Duke has shared this facility with students from St. Cloud State University, and uh, so we have our own part of the castle. Um, even though it's centuries old, it's been modernized. Um, Students live in dormitory-like conditions and uh, things like shared bathrooms, but we have classrooms and a library where we have wired, we're we're wired, we're wireless. Um, Students take meals here. And during, um, oh, from, say, the end of March until the end of October, uh, the castle is open to the public for tours. Um, and uh, among the reasons that people come to visit Anak Castle is um, many of the on-location scenes of the first Harry Potter films were filmed right here um, in the castle. Um, in fact, uh, where I stay in an apartment inside the castle, you can you can watch the first Harry Potter film and watch the broom riding, flying, excuse me, lessons. Um, and see that uh, uh, it was filmed right where we live. Um, it is a, it, 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 it's a, it's a magical place um, and what has what, what meant the most to me as a faculty member, I've been coming here since 2015 at various times, what means the most to me is this, this is an absolutely incredible learning environment. Um, yeah. it it's, it's it's a place that you get to see students transform in, in in from your in front of your very eyes over the three and a half months that they're here um, and I mean they they become more confident they become more more global in their thinking they they understand other cultures um, their the way that they relate to other people changes their um, their their experience of travel but um, but more than just the travel part, what, it, what it's like to, to manage your own life and, and uh, do so in a, uh, uh, in a setting that sometimes you don't even speak the language. Um, it, it, it's, I, I always have my students do reflective essays on what they expected um, when the journey started and what, what, the, what it was like when they left. And it, it, it's amazing to see how students are transformed. It, you know, I've got to see this from from uh, the eyes of uh, a faculty member and and through the eyes of my students, but also um, also one of my one of my children came here to study with me. Which will will when I when I think of the life experiences that have meant the most to me, the opportunity to live with my son who was learning in my classes, but just learning life in in the in the walls of this castle um, has, has has meant. Will, will
5: have meant so yeah. much to me yeah it, it is it's really changing it, it it really does change and and it's interesting i've never spent an entire semester like rich has at the castle but i've been there i've been there with students for for you know a a tour of about 10 days and and they're different oh. it, it it happens faster than you think it was the most shocking part oh. i think even to rich <laughs> is that is that how fast that is hey rich before i let you go and i know you got to run but but one of the things that you have the experience of with this is you have contacts within the local community and and frankly i think the changing of these students and what we learned during the trip for brexit last spring I think, as much as anything came from you know the guy that runs the farm the the uh, and one of our instructors, one of our local instructors uh um who i 'll just use her first name christine uh who right. who is a so i guess I would call her a medieval historian and 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 a remarkable wealth of knowledge but it wasn 't really just that, but just her way of discussing what it meant to be a person from Northumberland thinking about brexit was. Just an amazing experience for, for me as well as for all of our students.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the, the Brexit story, um, as it had been reported in the media, was it was people really wanting, uh, you know, from the UK, um, supporting Brexit in part because they, they, they really wanted to get control of immigration. And I think that that was a motivating factor for, for several people. But but um you know christine the, the the very thoughtful historian that you know generations of students from St Cloud have had a chance to learn from i mean her her story was one of of sovereignty i mean she she wanted the decisions that mattered to to, um, to people in England. she wanted them to be made in england she didn 't want them to be made from you know on, on distant soil in brussels and and I and I think that she perceived probably correctly that a, a growing share of important decisions weren't made regionally, locally, even nationally. That they were that they were in this global body. That that um, I think they wanted to to reclaim this this sovereignty. It wasn't it wasn't a message that we only heard from her. I mean, it was it was yeah. one that we heard all around. And you um, know, and, and I and I must say that um, I I felt that was a very very thoughtful way of 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 framing that issue and i and i did a fair amount of reflection myself what would how would i feel um if in the u.s um our decisions were being taken away from us made you know somewhere you know not on not on our soil i i i think that we would i i can imagine how we would approach that
5: yeah, and I, think that, I think that's the best way to put that, and I think as we watch what what Brexit Day has been over there, maybe that's the best way for us to summarize um, uh, the feeling it is for those who were, in fact, out with their Union Jacks waving them last night. Yep. Rich, I'm going to let you go because I know you got things to do. I appreciate you taking time with us today. Uh, be well, my friend, and I'll see you when you stop by St. Cloud next. Always. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. We'll be back after this King Banyan Show, Business 1440.
9: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. (laughs)
1: i
0: gone, i gone, i gone. i gone, i gone, i gone. You have
5: nice long, baby, so Welcome back, King Daniel's show. Business 1440. Glad you could be here today. Uh, thanks, to, thanks to my really good friend Rich McDonald for ta- talking about uh, at a castle. I confess, I am not jealous of many people, but the fact that he gets to live in the castle, and and not just any place in the castle. I have to tell you where he was sitting when he was doing this, because I'm pretty sure he was in his apartment. When you walk up to a castle and you think about the uh, the, the the bridge, okay, the 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 bridge that would go over the moat, okay, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Okay, the, the the drawbridge. Okay, the drawbridge that would come over the come over the mo- and let you into the castle. So there one would, one time there would have been water that ran around it. There's a river that runs alongside the castle grounds. Um, there's a little place for the guards of the cat who guard that gate in that bridge above that bridge above the uh, above the uh, lift bridge and that in fact is where he was indeed you're sitting in you're sitting in probably the probably the highest most point on the castle grounds looking out over looking out over the castle and it's just i've been in that room i've been in that that place where he is and it's uh it's, it's utterly amazing um Nigel Farage, uh, of course, has been taking a victory lap, and I—I'll I, say something about that at the end. But I wanted to play some clips. This was his speech at after the vote in the European Parliament, which ratified the withdrawal bill, and they—and after the singing of "Auld Lang Syne." Um. Farage is recognized by Ursula von der Leyen, who's the, uh, who's the head of the uh, European Parliament, uh, German, uh, and the president. And she recognizes uh, um, uh, Farage to give, give a talk, and, and this is his valedictory speech. He's heading out, and I'm going to play a few clips from this. Let's play this first clip uh, right now, John, uh, Wyatt.
10: I'm not particularly happy with the agreement we're being asked to vote on tonight, but Boris has been remarkably bold in the last few months. And Ms. von der Leyen, he's made it clear, he's promised us there'll be no level playing field. And on that basis, I wish him every success in the next round of negotiations. I really do.
5: So by no level playing field, I talked with uh, Rich Macdonald about the, about the fisheries bill. That's just an example Right. Right now, uh, under the European un, under the European Union rules, a Spanish uh, fisher fisherman can sail into the North Sea and take fish under the same set of rules that they could off the Spanish coast. the The Scottish fishermen can do the same thing on the nor- on, on the coasts of Denmark right there's common there's a common set of laws and and they, yes there are different with rates but the what it, what what it means is in essence your areas can be overfished or underfished the determination of how many fish are taken from your from your fisheries is determined in Brussels not in London not in Edinburgh and this is and what Boris Johnson has said is I'm not going to live under that set of rules. We're going to determine our own rules regarding fisheries and who can take fish from the from from our fisheries. And he said basically we're not going to promise the same thing to both people. So that's why that's why I asked Rich the fisheries question because of that clip from from Farage. Let's play the second clip, Wyatt.
10: But the most significant point is this what happens at eleven PM this Friday, the thirty first of January twenty twenty marks the point of no return once we've left we are never coming back and the rest frankly is detail <laughs> and
5: and, and it, this is and this is the this is also of interest to me in this way the i i, I don't have any i don't have any uh, tape of the uh, of the events in parliament square last night but the, there was a fair amount of cheering uh, farage showed up there a lot of people who were pro Brexit showed up in the uh, showed up in the square. The the Union Jack, the the, the flag was being waved everywhere, uh, and so and so on. Um, he says he's leaving the stage, but as as we pointed out, there's 11 months to negotiate a whole lot of things. Mr. Farage loves to be part of the uh, uh, pushing them out, and credit to him for push for. He really drove the conversation. He drove the conservative party and David Cameron to eventually put the referendum on the ballot that started us on this process. He helped put pressure on the government uh, of Theresa May to eventually reject her deal to back out and then to finally have Boris Johnson in place. He's responsible for all of that. There's a lot of details, and basically uh, Farage has said, you know what, we're done, we're out, it's over. And he seems to be wanting to sort of step away. Well, he tried that one time before, after 2016, and it didn't work out so well. He came back. I really wonder how that's going to go for him. Let's go ahead and play the third clip uh, from Farage.
10: What do we want from Europe? If we want trade, friendship, cooperation, reciprocity we don't need a european commission we don't need a european court we don't need these institutions and all of this power and i can promise you both in ukip and indeed in the brexit party we love europe we just hate the european union
5: <laughs> well you can't you can't say the guy doesn't have a gift for uh, for phrasing uh, he's he's a great rhetoric. He gives great rhetoric, and he's really pushing pushing the envelope here. And so pushing pushing the envelope. And, and again, he's doing this at the European Parliament, and this is something that he's done consistently for about seven years now. Has got getting up and saying over and over and over again, "We don't like you. We want to be rid of you." And last night. It's now irrevocable. The UK and the European Parliament have agreed, as of this morning, they are, or this afternoon, Britain, to, uh, uh, London time, they are now separate. They have agreed to live under a similar rules, set of rules while they negotiate a new relationship. They've said they can get that all done in 11 months. Can they get that done in 11 months? That's a really serious question. There's so much to do as uh, Rich was pointing out. There they haven't actually started those conversations yet. The government has said I want a fisheries uh, we 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 want to get the fisheries bill done. Why? Because again, within the British within British politics what happened was the the Conservatives won a large majority because they broke down the red wall, the red wall constituted a block of constituencies that had consistently voted Labour, many of them for nearly a century, continually sending Labour members to Parliament. When I was in, um, when I, this would have been my first trip there in, oh, I want to say 2017. Yeah, that would have been 2017. I was there, they had already voted Brexit. I got into a conversation with a counselor, a local a local government official. And he seemed to be kind of pro Brexit and I I and I knew the history of the region and that that, that entire region had been sort of like, for those of you listening to me who are in Minnesota, because I know we've got people who listen to us on at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com who are playing the podcast and listen to us from far away, so I have to sort of explain this just a little bit. Okay, they remind you of the old-fashioned rural DFL member, the rural Democrat of Minnesota who tends to be fairly populist on economic issues, fairly conservative on social issues there's a lot of similarities by from someone from the iron range of minnesota and someone from from inside the coastal areas and even the coastal areas I would say I guess the entirety of the north of england they have very similar politics you'll set you'll find old-fashioned old-fashioned socialists in both places and you'll find people who don't want to say it too loudly, but they agree with Nigel Farage. They want to be done with the EU. They want to be done with the EU in every way, shape, or form. And they tapped into that. So they have eleven months to put this together. And at the same time, they've got to figure out what do we do with Scotland. They've always, as uh, Rich mentioned, Nicola Sturgeon, the the first minister of Scotland and the head of the Scottish National Party, has has said, we want to have a referendum to see if we would, would leave the United Kingdom and then we would rejoin the EU. Why? Because they think the rules of the EU benefit Scotland. And they probably do. Northern Ireland has its own set of issues because there are people in Northern Ireland who would like to reunite with the Republic. Uh, and there are those who don't, and there's concern about what happens with the, with the fact that there's no effective border checks between Northern Ireland and the Republic. There's there's no place to stop to say, "Hey, I'm in the Republic now," or "Hey, I'm in Northern Ireland now." And they're trying hard not to be there. That's all got to get sorted in the next eleven months. How does that it, it, and longer? So there's a number of different pulls and pushes happening on the Johnson government that are going to be hard to figure out. So we're not going to leave this story. But I have to play for you these last two clips. You know what, let's take a break here. We'll come back. We've got the very end of the Farage speech and what happens to them when they decide to actually express nationalism within the European Parliament. That turns out to be a no-no. We'll talk about that right after this on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
3: Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
0: How do you live off your investments in retirement and not run out? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike to find out how to move from saver to spender as it relates to your retirement nest egg. Living off your investment portfolio rather than just saving and watching it grow can be downright scary. Alan Mike will tell you how to ease the anxiety and build the worry free retirement you deserve. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440 or call 855 231 6010. Would you
4: rather have beer or complete and utter contentment?
0: What kind of beer? Who
1: wants total contentment
0: or beer when
1: you can have Meatmaster's
0: Radio? Meatmaster's Radio is a covert caper that helps rogue warriors up their barbecue game. Grilling and meat smoking tips, recipes, and talk. Beer is the nectar of the nitwit. No more shenanigans. No more tomfoolery. No more
4: ballyhoo. Tune in for Meatmaster's Radio Saturdays at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 11 a.m. on Business 1440. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... and they discounted it to only 19.95. 95 Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800 500 and cyberspace and i'm
8: proud to be a member and, of and i'm proud to serve in the united and states and i'm proud to protect our country
9: proud to serve in the us air force reserve
4: afreserve.com
5: Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, last segment for the Brexit Day edition of the King Banyan Show. We did the GDP edition in the first hour, second hour, the hour the hour in which Brexit happened within the last 24 hours, and the curtain calls of the Brexit party and Nigel Farage. It has little to do with economics whatsoever, that, like we normally talk about in the show, but I... I can't resist uh uh playing this and I and I wanted to reflect on one last thing which Rich said which I actually didn't expect him to say but but I was glad he did. So at the end there is turns out there is a turns out there's a rule against expressing uh any loyalty to your own country on on the floor of the European Parliament. Nigel Farage and the Brexit Party apparently deliberately violated that rule let's play cut number four wyatt
10: i mean what's not to like i know you're gonna miss us i know you want to ban our national flags but we're gonna wave you goodbye and we'll look forward in the future to working with you as sovereign
2: if you disobey the rules you get cut off could we please remove the flags
5: The woman's voice that you heard... So you heard the cutoff, right? They actually cut his mic. And and at the moment... Obviously, this is radio. You can't see what they're doing. But at that moment, the entirety of the Brexit contingent... The Brexit party representatives at the European uh, Parliament... Are standing and waving their flags. This after... Auld Lang Syne. This after... The display of scarves that are the European flag on one side and the British flag on the other side. And they get up and and, and he knew they knew what they were they, what they were doing. They provoked her to do that, to, to cut them off. Um and it was I thought it was ironic uh, in listening to it that the last word before they cut it off was the word sovereign. Rich mentioned it again, unplanned. I didn't think he was, I, I actually didn't know that he was going to say this. But at the heart of what we discovered on our trip, I, I it's my impression and why it was very different. We started, I've talked about this uh, when we came back from the trip last spring, so you could go, if you go into the archives at com of the King Banyan Show, back into March and April of last year, you'll hear me say the same thing, but it bears repeating. We started the we started the uh, trip in London, and our students were told you're to create work you're to create a project for us in which you use firsthand experiences during your trip to talk about Brexit, some aspect of it. And we had spent a couple months working on how to do that, how to talk to. S- you know, talking to people and how to stay safe while you're talking to people. We had talked about about a number of issues, and we were in London for the first three days because we flew into Heathrow, and and we. The universal reaction was first sort of like a ooh gosh Brexit ugh yuck I'm sick of talking about it ish, but when you get they didn't say ish that's a new that's a Minnesota thing. But when they were done talking, say, when they were done expressing revulsion. At even having to discuss it, it was clear that they were almost entirely opposed to it. And I do think the 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 news reporting, and I, I've seen this as people will know my my background is for some years I worked as a consultant on a lot of projects over in developing countries, largely around the former Soviet Union and the Eastern Bloc, uh, and, and in central in Central Europe, the uh, the Soviet bloc countries, um, but but elsewhere too and most of the consultants that come in never leave the capital most of the reporters never leave the capital they stay around london if they if you were in london you would have you would think that there was nobody who voted for brexit and then you get on the train and you go north past newcastle to to Alnmouth, and from there a bus over to Annick. And you start talking to people there, and are they're there, they're, they weren't. They are like, well, who are these people in Brussels who are making all these decisions about what I can grow for vegetables or how many fish I can take from the sea? Who are they? I don't agree with that. Here's who they are. Let's play the last clip. Uh, let's play this last clip, Wyatt. And this is this is uh, uh, again President Ursula von der Leyen, who is the president of the European Union.
3: I'm really.
2: Please sit down, resume your seats, put your flags away, you're leaving, and take them with you if you are leaving now. And
9: <laughs> goodbye.
5: If that was what you were here. I mean, I hope to heck they played that, and I don't trust necessarily the BBC to, do, to have played that piece. They would play the, fara- the, the cutoff. But I hope they played that last piece. Because the last piece sort of is an indication of, I mean, what's the adjective you would use? I will tell you the one I heard. I heard disdain. And I do believe, and and I can't stress enough, the, the people that we spoke to struck me as good and decent people with a deep appreciation of the history of their region, the history of their country. And to hear somebody somebody in that tone... You know what? Just play it one more time. Let's play cut number five one more time.
2: I'm really... Please sit down. Resume your seats. Put your flags away. You're leaving. And take them with you if you are leaving now. And...
9: Goodbye.
5: That's what they're leaving. What about that was welcoming. What about that indicated they wanted you to be part of a of a unified system? I I, I mean it's striking. I and again, I don't I I just don't quite understand it, and so when people tell me it's xenophobia, they don't want immigrants there, and 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 by the way, it's it, it's the case that the immigrants they're talking about are Eastern Europeans. They're not they're not people from other continents. They're not people of other races. They're simply people of different nationalities who don't speak English as their as their first language, and and that when I hear that. It reinforced for me that little clip reinforced for me what I could remember from talking to those people around the Anna Castle. Okay, they don't very much they don't very much think about us, and when they think about us, they don't think of us in a good way. Well, good luck with all of that. I, I it's, it is truly a striking thing. Anyway, thank you for listening. Our thanks again to Professor Rich McDonald for joining joining us today. We'll be back Job Saturday next week here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We'll see you then.
2: What would you do if you knew the skills that could help you make the right moves inside the financial markets? Skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence towards your retirement. For more than 20 years, Online Trading Academy has taught thousands, just like you, how to make better investing decisions. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Learnwithota.com. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts bag 11 to eight eight nine eight eight.
8: I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to Ineedmorehair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. And they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. I need more will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's I need more The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out I need more for complete details. That's I dot com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. Check out I dot com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start?
0: We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.